<laughs> What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being oh in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call it overwhelming. <laughs> love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Well, welcome Gum. to you. Can, can spook with us. Or spook with us, sorry. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Today's a big day. You guys. Has it been a year? We've got our it's favorite been a year. standing guest, Erica, the spiritual medium, is with us. No, here we had her during COVID, right? I think Has she been on the pod it. two or three times? Is this the third or the fourth? I time? don't know. Third, I think. Maybe fourth. Yeah. Whatever. She's our girl. The bottom line is she's our girl. Yeah. Spiritual medium, Erica. It is some of our most popular episodes, but not only because like she's talking about medium stuff. I think because she's just amazing. Like yeah. her soul is good. I am so glad that our paths crossed and we're bringing her back for another installment. I'm so excited. And you guys, we went to Instagram. If you're not following us over there at you can sip with us um, a couple of days ago asking for listener questions to ask Erica. So we'll be taking the top questions um, from that and asking her. But before we get into anything, I've got a spooky story for you. <gasps> okay. This, well, actually, Lisa has Am a spooky okay? story for I'm us. Like, will I survive this? Okay. I don't know. All right, Lisa. So uh, you guys, it is spooky season. If you have something spooky to share, email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. We'll be reading spooky stories the entire month. This one comes from Lisa. Are you ready, Ash? Mm-hmm. You got your diapers on? Yeah. Hello, ladies. Double fist or soul sister here. I have a great spooky story for you. When I was younger, both my brother and I used to play with the Ouija board in my parents' house. Both my brother and I have come across the same spirit who talks to us, but at different times in our lives. He's 11 years older than me, but it gets better. Like many sleepovers at my parents, we would go downstairs and take the Ouija board to play. But this certain night, we decided to sleep upstairs in the main family room, so we played up there. While playing the board, nothing happened. No one talked to us, so we went to bed. But within 20 minutes of turning off the lights, we heard carousel music playing from the hallway above the stairs. My ar- uh, um, Here are my arms are standing like straight up. Uh, where we usually play. On top of that, we hear children's laughter. It felt like they were laughing at us and having a great time. Needless to say, ever since that night, I've always felt that my parents' house is just a little extra spooky and always slightly uneasy when I walk downstairs. Love you both, Lisa. Okay. Are you going to read the book, Layla? Yeah. (sighs) Oh, you want to spoil something? Yeah, I want to talk about it. I don't think so. Not a chance. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, got another spooky story. You ready? Okay. Hey, ladies, double fist or soul sipper. If you guys are new here, if someone says they're a double, double fist or soul sipper, they're getting not only Tuesday episodes here, but we also drop Friday episodes over on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. That's where you get a double dose of you can sip with us. So she said double fist or soul sipper sending in a spooky AF video from our cameras on the side of our oh my house. Gosh. Wait, she's sending it in? Do you have it? 
I have it. So we're going to post this on our Instagram. Should I share my screen? Yeah, hold on. But I got to give you permission. Okay. Okay. The grassy area by the light. Watch it a couple times and let me know what you think. My husband texted me the video one morning after he had already left for work and I was home by myself. I was immediately spooked and I didn't like it. I called him and he told me what he thinks it was. After you watch it, I can tell you what he thinks it was and I'm hoping he is right because I don't want to think it was anything like what it looked like. By the way, love, love, love the new merch. Mm. Love the tropical vibe and bright colors. Us too. Uh, Calls are in one right now. I had a photo shoot this last weekend and I got some pictures in some of our merch because I love it much. Um, Go to sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Did I have that right, Ash? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. What? Hold on. Where did she say? I saw it. Grassy area by the light. (gasps) So it looks like there's... Whoa. It looks like there's just people. Like like clear people. Like ghosts walking (gasps) from the the grass (gasps) right into like her house. Whoa. Okay. Okay. It does look like... I'm looking around. Things are blowing. So I'm wondering if there was like smoke from it. Like I'm wondering what her husband thinks it was because that definitely looks like shapes of people moving. Oh. But I wonder if it was like smoke from a barbecue or like something, you know, sprinkler steam or something. Because like you can see the tree in the background and then this bag that's sitting here on the this bench. <gasps> but the pace, what? like it looks like this is crazy. People just walking. Oh I keep my! Play. I keep gosh. hitting play. Guys, we'll post this on our Instagram stories. Oh my gosh! And yeah. you can tell us. We'll do a vote: ghosts or smoke. Yeah. Oh wow! Spooky. Very spooky. Anyway, should we get into the meat and potatoes? Yeah. You Let's know. meet and pots it without. Fr- <laughs> oh wait i wanted to play i think we have time i wanted to play uh listener of the week Ooh, you know yeah this is completely unrelated to anything photography but i don't know i talk i tell you this kind of stuff about the podcast all the time but i'm just gonna keep telling you because i feel like it probably doesn't suck to hear how awesome your podcast is um i so after wednesday after arizona i had to drive i flew home obviously i got home super late and then wednesday i had to get up or sorry thursday i had to get up early and drive three and a half hours south of where i live to shoot a wedding and then i had to drive that same distance back after like two crazy days you know and i yet again i think i told you this last time but like i always listen to your podcast when i'm driving back from weddings and i was so tired and I was laughing until I was crying. Like Jeff was like texting me to touch base to see how the drive was going. And I was like, I'm good because I'm laughing and it's keeping me awake and it's wonderful. So Aww. thank you again for your podcast. That's um, the best. So that's my photographer that came in and did the photo shoot for the wedding. Um, she lives in Tahoe actually. And I was like, well, I think we're going to be there in January. Maybe we could do some, I mean, oh, I know toast. it's for Chris's birthday, but maybe yeah. she could do some That'd be pod fun. photos. But anyway. Oh, yeah. I wanted to share that. Thank you for that voice memo. Okay. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? You need BetterHelp. 
BetterHelp will help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. You guys, there's a broad range of experience available, expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can go onto their website and read their testimonials. You guys, Ash and I talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and how really like if you even if you just have like Um, a desire to want to talk to someone, to think about your own personal goals. If there's something that's just feeling off in your life, like it is always great to just connect up with someone who can help. And I've also loved how quick it is. Like one of the things that I don't usually love about therapy is you're taking a gamble on if you're going to feel connected to the therapist or not. And I've been to some therapists that make me not like therapy. And I've been to some that make me really like it. And so with BetterHelp, it's super easy to switch. Um, You can take a quiz. They'll match you with someone, but then also switch if it isn't a great fit. So go to their website, visit betterhelp.com slash sip. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. It's a special offer for our podcast listeners. You can, for the Zip Squad, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. Ding, 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 ding. We have... Our homegirl in the house. And if y'all haven't listened, we couldn't remember. Is this your third or fourth time with us? I feel like it's the third time. Okay. But am I forgetting that first amazing time? I don't know. I don't know. We couldn't remember. It's been such like one long, incredible connection, conversation, elevation. Like it's hard to remember how it was broken up. Yes. Well, it's so funny because initially I think your, I don't know if it's agent, someone, whoever represents you, like reached out to us. And now we just, we just like, like, I just feel like you're our friend. It's family, you know, totally. Um, connection. It just feels good. Well, it's interesting. Thank you. And it's so good to be here. And it's so funny because sometimes when I open to read for someone like on a Zoom or a FaceTime, people are like, I feel like I know you through Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. I know things about your life and whatever. And what's so funny is like, I actually feel like I do know you guys and we do have that awesome connection and friendship. And it's not just from Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like everything, like our friendships and relationships, like kind of when you connect in the spiritual realm, you skip a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You skip that like entry level, like, so what kind of music do you like? Oh, cool. (laughs) Do you like pizza? Oh, puppies? Mm -hmm. Cute or not cute? Oh, cute. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? We go right to third base. Yeah. Yeah. We go, we go all the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Totally. Cheap dates. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's so special, but I'm really happy to be here again. I was so excited when I woke up this morning and I was like, 
what am I feeling? Am I feeling nervous? And my guides are like, no, you're excited. excited. You're excited. Yay. You're excited yeah. to be together. You know? Yes. Oh, and good. I know. Since the last time you were on, Man, it's been I mean, a year. The last time you were on, I believe, I remember the Disneyland story about mm-hmm. you had had a vision with Disneyland and your children. And we were very much like, you're like, I'm sensing that there's going to be a lot of start and stops with the world. There's a lot of uncertainty. And we've all sort of acclimated to the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of still just a lot of uncertainty, but we're all here. I know. It's unbelievable. It's such an uncertain time and such a wild time and and so much sadness and despair. And also so much light has come out of this time. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, if you have a perfectly nice say bathroom and it looks so lovely and you're like, Oh, this is working great. Everyone loves it. And then they, a little leak happens and you open the wall and the whole thing's covered in mold and it all needs to be gutted and redone. It's like, we are in that leveling up intense, intense time in the world. And if if you can hang on and stay grounded and see what's real and what's not, we're really going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Also, too, with like a global pandemic, we saw and we were given this amazing opportunity to see what you do does affect the world. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That yeah, what you do. Your color of the tapestry. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's look at it. Mm-hmm. You get sick. You're I mean, what are you doing? Right. You what you're doing and how you're you're living your life on all levels. Mind, body, spirit is affecting the world. We're all yeah. connected. Global pandemic. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. And time. I've been, um, you know, like a lot of people picked up TikTok over quarantine. So I've been on that and I've somehow stumbled into like spiritual TikTok. I don't know how much you know about, but they have, you know, like lesbian TikTok and book reader TikTok and like yeah. all these different things. Right. And somehow something came on my feed and now I'm in like spiritual TikTok and hearing Not about. Not surprised. The- but yeah, okay. right. Not surprised. Feels, You're like, and I, I somehow, it. I somehow found spirituality. Yeah, it's like, right? of course you did. Course yes. Um, yes. But it's been really cool for me because it's brought a lot of peace. It's what, mm-hmm. and even if it's not true, it feels good to believe it. That yeah. like this is just a part of my experience. I came to this time in time and space in this body in this life, and this is like nothing's really that big of a deal. I'm here to learn whatever I'm supposed to learn. I'm here to teach whatever I'm supposed to teach, have this experience, but I don't have to take everything so dang seriously and like, um, you know, act like it's the end of the world because it's just a part of my journey. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it just feels grounding to think that way, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like when you think that way, when you, when you connect with this idea that this time, this moment, this body, this experience is one stop on your mm-hmm. soul's incredible journey, mm-hmm. right? It, you go like, oh shit, I really need to, I want to be here. And yeah. it actually is more grounding rather than less grounding, right? People would think like, yes. oh, then I'm just going to think about spirit all the time and not worry. It's like, no, 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 no. This is so important. And yeah. especially now, everyone that's here on the planet right now chose to be here. We're here for a reason. Yeah. And your biggest job is to find what that reason is and yeah. shine it and shine it and shine it as much as you can. Yes. And I think about, you know, we were all handed 
difficult things. Um, probably that's part of the lesson. And I was thinking uh, about how, you know, I was depressed and suicidal and I felt that way for a while, like depression for a very long time. And if I would have just stayed there, I probably would have missed out on the lesson just thinking, Oh, this is my life. I'm just a depressed person who everything shitty happens to her. And I'm glad that I worked through it because there was a lesson in that. And then now I can move to the next thing that I'm supposed to learn. Which I mean, at least that's how I feel. Right. That is so powerful. And that's such a powerful thing. And, and suicide is like a huge part of the work that I do actually. Mm. And so many people that I work with and my best friend and soul sister committed suicide. And you know, what's so interesting about people and uh, to your story is like, I see when people are in that depths of depression and my guides will show me almost like a dark room Mm -hmm. and they're in this darkness and there's actually holes shining Mm. light in everywhere, but they have to see it like a hole or a door or a tunnel. And they have to either scratch that hole or open that door. They must elevate themselves at least to go towards that light. Mm -hmm. And what's so amazing about your story is you found something that drew you out, right? Mm -hmm. It was you who drew you out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anyone else, but, and it doesn't mean that people that don't get there, that they're bad or nothing like that. But just even to people listening, if you're suffering or in depression, there's light, Mm -hmm. look around, it's Mm -hmm. there. You have to grab it. Trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's been very helpful to like have this connection to you and sort of, un, you know, we've done private readings and then we've also had you on the pod, but have that connection to you and then really seeing that show up in other areas of my life to reinforce this sort of other world, you know, yeah. larger universe. Yeah. Right. Because it is. And so much of, you know, what spirit always tells me is like, this is our classroom, earth, mm-hmm. it's our classroom. Yeah. And we come here with a series of classes and lessons and we don't always know exactly what those are. You know, I sometimes I read for people they're born on the sunshiniest day. They have the greatest life. They're just li- loving it and living mm-hmm. it. And it's like people go like, "Well, why does she have it so easy?" It's like, "No, no, 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 no." No. Yeah. You don't know people's journey story. This could be their very last life. They have one little oh. thing here to do, you know. Yeah. I have a friend like that who's like, "That's fascinating." You just yeah. don't know. Everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own journey, their own story, their own lessons, right? It's like, I look at myself, why am I sitting here? And someone maybe only a few miles from here doesn't have their meal for today. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Right. What what, what happened here? What happened? Why? And it's like, you know what? I am not going to get that answer from the universe. Exactly. Not in this lifetime. Yeah. Nope. But mm-hmm. I can definitely shine light to try and affect the whole. And that's what we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but it's true. Everyone has their own path, their own lesson, yes. their own reason for coming. And some people come here, all AP courses. I'm like, oh shit, girl. I'm <laughs> like, you should have given, like, why do yeah. you take like woodworking? You know yeah. what I mean? Home ec. Why are you taking all of this? Yeah. This is this is a lot, Ooh, you know? Next level. Yes, time. Yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And some people feel that weight and they just cannot get out of that. It just feels too much, Right. It feels too much, but there is a way to kind of see through the matrix and feel like this is all a beautiful, important, sacred, very real, but very real simulation. It's a simulation. And one thing that I think, call, I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) I swear. Um, One thing that I think is even if it weren't true, even if this what there was no other, like it was just this and then, right? Because for anyone that's listening, that doesn't believe it. Even if it's not true, it just feels better to believe that it's true for me, right? It it feels better to believe that like, this is a part of my journey rather than like, my life just sucks. And this is all I get, you know, it's like, 
if I can open up to like, this is a part of my experience and I'm here for a reason um, to learn something and then, I'll, and then I'll go on to the next one or whatever. Even if it's not true, it just feels better to believe that, you know? Mm. Plus, if we die and there's nothing else, then who cares? We wouldn't right. have known. <laughs> you know? Totally. <laughs> but I mean, just, just to that, it's like, I am like a pretty normal person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm a pretty normal girl from Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? And what I am experiencing every day in reading for people and mediating information from the spirit world, it's like every single day, it's like again and again and again, there is validation from spirit. And there's just no way I, I'm not that smart. You yeah. know what I mean? I right. can't figure out people's life history and specific details about their loved ones. I have no desire to do that. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how powerful spirit is, how much spirit wants to work with us and how surrounded and not alone we are by our loved ones in spirit, by our angels and by our guides. It's just, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for 14 years. I've read for people all over the world. It's an unbelievable experience because it's validation day after day after day. Yeah. Okay, call. I think we should stop. So to, to, we love Erica, you guys. We love her so much. And if you're new here, you have exciting episodes to listen to Mm -hmm. that air. And I highly, it's like recommended foundational reading. Like you almost have to hit pause, go listen to those, come back. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I love the timing that you're on uh, this time of year because it is our spooky season. So Ashley has a couple questions for you. I have a couple questions for you. Our listeners have a couple questions (gasps) for you. And we're going to do readings. So this is jam packed, you guys. Let's do it. And before we do any of it, Erica, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm. Okay. To spook us and share a spooky story for our spooky season. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm in. I'm terrified and yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, so this is what's so funny. So uh, when I was like thinking about coming out today, I'm like, God, I think I used up all my spooky stories because now as a medium, like I'm not scared. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, oh, right. imagine if someone was reading for you and they're like, oh my God. And like started freaking out. You would yeah. freak out. Right. Yes. I have been to the depths, the darkest. Right. And come out. Right. So yeah. my whole intention as a medium is to show people about the light and about energy and about positivity Mm -hmm. and about, right. So a lot of the like ghost stuff, you know, is really, they're really old stories because in order for me to become a medium, I had to move through the scary shit. Mm. Yeah. If I got stuck on ghosts, then I'd be a ghost hunter. Right. Right. That's it. I mean, there's some people that are just here to maybe help wayward spirits cross over. That's just not my bag. I have so much (laughs) other work to do. Oh yeah. So, so a lot of my stories are kind of old stories before I became a medium, because when I became a medium, I started to own my shit. Mm. I started to totally empower myself to understand, okay, that's a ghost. Get out. This is an angel. This is a guide. This is someone's loved one. Mm. I had to I was like a test, you know, test person on myself trying to understand what different energy was. But my entire, my entire childhood, I was terrified Mm. because I was born a medium. Yeah. So I I could feel, yes, I could feel things, see things, sense things all the time. I even remember as a kid looking in the mirror and being like, oh my God, I'm this chick right now. I'm this chick. Like at like eight years old, looking at my face and being like, oh my God, oh my God. 
Wow. You're her. Like it was like a quantum leap experience. Wow. I rem- like all your past and future selves or something? I like just everything? remember looking in the mirror and knowing that that is not how I looked like before. Ooh. I was like, oh my God, look at this one. Like it was an awareness from a very young age that I was her Erica nice. right now. Wow. So when I moved, so my parents got divorced and a, a few years later, I, we moved in with my stepdad my mom, my sisters and I, and I was also going back and forth to my dad, my dad's mm-hmm. house as well. And when we moved into that house, the first night that I was there, I slept amazing. It was like the best night's sleep ever. And then I literally never, ever slept there again until I was like 12, 13 years old. I slept wow. on my parents' floor. I was so terrified. And what happened was I started seeing a little boy around the house. Did I tell you guys this? No. I don't think so. I started seeing a little boy around the house. I think I was like seven when I moved in there. And I also remember playing with like my dollhouse and, you know, getting up to go get a drink or go to the bathroom and coming back and all the furniture had been moved and I was alone. Mm. And I started seeing a little boy around the house and um, it's a big, beautiful old house. By the way, I got married there. It's my favorite place ever. It's not spooky. Yeah. So so know that like it's a lovely place. But I started seeing and sensing this little boy and I could just, I would see him out of the corner of my eye or I'd see him. And I told my parents about it and they were like, okay, you know, like weird, you know, that's Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were talking to one of the neighbors. My stepdad had lived there a while. They were talking to one of the neighbors and down, there's a kind of a down part of the property and there used to be a lake there and a little boy had drowned in that lake. Oh. And they found out. So I had been telling this little boy, this little boy, this little boy, and they were talking to the neighbor and, you know, the neighbors, you know, a little boy had drowned on that property. So that was kind of how I started as a medium. And Mm -hmm. then I basically slept on my parents' floor until I was like 12. And then I like wanted to talk to boys and like hide behind the pool house and smoke cigarettes. Yes, this was the 80s. So we smoked cigarettes. But anyway, so that was like kind of my introduction. And it was super spooky until then, until I embraced my mediumship and all the experiences up until my dark night of the soul were super spooky like that anytime I went into spirit. And I was thinking about, I told you guys about using the Mm. Ouija board and how horrible that was in the past. I don't recommend it. Um, And all these things that happened, but there was an interesting thing that happened that I didn't tell you guys about. Um, I was on a date with this guy and I wish I knew his last name because I'd love to look him up. He was super hot. And he (laughs) he was super hot. And I didn't, when I was like, I probably was like, I don't know, 22 or something. Like I didn't think about money or anything like that. I didn't care. I was just drawn to people. But I remember he picked me up in like a Mercedes and I'm like, oh, who's this dude? You know what I mean? We went out. We had a great time. Super hot. Doug, if you're listening, what up, homie? You weren't for me. But (laughs) anyway, so we had a great time. Came back to my apartment. Lived in LA alone. We're like hanging out, having some wine. And he was like, yeah, so I grew up in Hawaii. And I was like, cool. He's like, do you believe in ghosts? And I was like, (laughs) yeah. And he's like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, you know, in Hawaii, there's this thing in this area that I live in Hawaii where it's believed that one night a year, all of the ancestors of the different tribes and the different, um, you know, spiritual people that have passed in Hawaii walk from the mountains down to the water. Mm-hmm. And he said, my house is on that path where the spirits walk. And he said, on that night, every year, all the books would fly off our shelves Ooh. and all the lights would flicker. And I was like, whoa, that's super deep. And he was like, yeah. 
And then he was literally like, I got to go. And oh. he got up and walked out of my house. I had a little bungalow off Melrose at the time. And I was like, okay, Bye. that's it. Call no, me. Make, no makeout sesh? Yeah. I'm like, did I say something? It was super weird. Go to bed that night. I live in Los Angeles, right? There's um, not even an air conditioner. And there's an old heating grate on the ground in my apartment. Like an old yeah. kind of grate that they put on the ground, right? Yep. Didn't, never used it. I live in LA. So I go to bed that night and in my dream, someone was nudging me like this and I woke up what I thought was still a dream and they were holding a candle and looking at me, <gasps> holding a candle. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. Went back to sleep. Again, I felt nudged awake and I saw someone holding a candle, fire holding a candle. I was like, go away. I don't know what's going on. Am I awake? Am I asleep? It was like right. a disruptive sleep. Yeah. and. I got nudged awake, physically nudged awake, and I opened my eyes and my entire apartment was filled with smoke. And I called the fire department and they came into my house and on that grate, I had floor pillows because it was a dead old thing. And they picked them up and they kind of burst into flames and the heat had been turned on and then all the way up to like 140 degrees. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Really weird. The guy didn't go near the grate. We had gone into my house. We sat together. He walked yep. up and yep. told me that story and left. And the the fire people were like, you know, if you hadn't gotten woken up, like you would have died out of smoke inhalation because this right. would have sweltered and you would have died Whoa. of smoke inhalation in your sleep. So oh. how do you think that's all connected? Between- so I think that what happens, and the reason why I wanted to tell this story, because I thought it might help some of your listeners in understanding yeah. maybe some of the things they were feeling. When you are sensitive or you're very aware of spirit or very open to spirit, but you don't protect your energy or manage your energy, you can start to gather energy with you like a backpack. Mm-hmm. So like for me, if I go into Target and I don't, prepare my energy and seal myself, I start to get overwhelmed, right? With energy, with people's feelings, emotions, and even people that are attached to other people. And I think this guy had lived in this very, very haunted space and had a lot of energy with him Mm -hmm. and kind of brought that in with him. And I was almost burned at the stake, baby. Oh my (laughs) God. So you were 22. When did you... Mm -hmm. But like come into accepting, you know, your medium, um, what do you what call was that? I? Yeah. I mean, by that time, like I had been on a spirit, deep, deep, deep spiritual journey for most of my life. Like I even okay. look at my journals when I was like 13, it's all about God and connecting with God. But, um, and I had gone to different things, different churches. I had an amazing experience with Jesus that people are very obsessed with hearing about. Mm-hmm. Um, I had amazing experience with Jesus. I'm half Jewish. I'm drawn to Judaism. I was very into trying to figure out what it was. I thought I was going to be a minister, a priest. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so at that time at 22, I believe is when I'm going to conflate some of the years, but when I started getting into hands-on energy healing. Okay. Laying hands and getting into Reiki and things like that. But I was not quite ready to embrace mediumship. And at the time, I was partying a lot. I was living in LA. I was partying my ass off, having a ball. Yeah. I was cute and young, yeah. right? And I used to go out, like go to bars or whatever and have some drinks and just kind of like start randomly reading for people. Mm. Mm. 
randomly. I would have loved, I need a friend like that. <laughs> you know, how fun. Yeah. I started like, or, but it would be like, I'd be talking to a guy and I'd be like, oh my God, don't lie. You know, you still love so-and-so and oh. like say someone's name. And he'd be like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. The, do you know me? And I'd be like, I don't know. This is so weird. Let's hang re- out. Totally. <laughs> so finally, when I started actually having some self-confidence to take myself a little more seriously, mm-hmm. I just felt this incredible kind of whole and I knew my life was going to be about God, but I didn't know quite how. And then eventually I saw a medium and she was like, oh, you know, you're deeply spiritual. You know, you're great at Reiki, hands on healing. You know this, you know that. Oh, so you know, you're a medium, right? And you're going to help millions of people. And, and I was like, oh, oh no, but yes, but no, but thanks. Yes. You know? And then like two weeks later, I started doing readings and people started showing up at my bungalow, like knocking on the door. Literally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the and whole thing started. And then I was like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. And so I would tell people, bring me something, bring me something. Don't pay me. Just bring me something. People would bring me like sunflower seeds or draw me a picture or, you know, it was just like an energy exchange. And I just started reading for tons of people and it just wow. kind of grew. And I had to really figure out through so many readings who exactly I was talking to. Yeah. Right. And is this a ghost? Is this, what am I talking to? Who am I talking to? And when I first really started doing readings, neither my husband or I could sleep. We were up mm. like all night. It was so much energy. Because, Your husband too. Because he, he could, could feel just it. feel the he energy. Could feel, yeah. He would be like, whoa, whoa. Why is it so weird in here? What's going on? I had no way to close the door. It yeah. was like you think in that movie Ghost. Yes. Where she's like having all the people, right? Boundaries Mm -hmm. is the only way you can work with spirit. So if you don't have confidence, it's very hard to work with spirit because you have to have boundaries. So how, like when you say boundaries for people Mm -hmm. who might not be mediums, but they go into a target, let's say, and they're not even aware they're picking up on all these, they're bringing all this into their world and into their backpack. Yes. Any tips for like shaking the tree and getting that stuff out of your backpack? 100%. Intention is literally everything, literally everything. If you set an intention for yourself, okay, I'm going to go into Target, but my intention is to seal myself in a beautiful sacred white light bubble so that I'm still here. I'm still, you know, compassionate and empathetic being, but no one else's energy penetrates my energy. It just bounces off my bubble. I'm going to just seal myself. Call to your angels, call to your guides, call to your teachers, ask them to help surround you in an energetic bubble, right? Mm. Intention. Is this a big like time commitment for you? Like you have to do this every time you go out in public or is it easy now? No, it's way, way, way easier. And when I read is way easier. And when I, it's like when I first started reading, I would get shooting chills up and down my arms and my spine. I would shake. I used to uh, pace and smoke cigarettes while I read. Literally. Oh, wow. Because it just was so intense. It was so intense. I would never do that now. I sit down. I'm very, very grounded. My guides don't bring through physical sensation. There's a lot of control Mm. happening here. But Mm -hmm. to your point, um, Colleen, also, if you're feeling overwhelmed too, you know, and you feel like, gosh, I don't even know why I'm sad. And, you know, yeah. there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, get back into the present moment, sit down, drink a glass of water and take a few deep breaths. Just ground down. You are okay. Nothing is attacking you. Mm. You're in control. Just breathe, get control. And I would say, you know, call to your angels or whoever resonates with you guys. If it's Jesus, Buddha, 
Allah, I don't know, anyone, universe, whoever resonates with you, ask your person to help you or ask your archangel to help you or your guides. Help me clear myself of any stuck energy, any energy that doesn't belong here, anything Mm -hmm. that's not mine. Please assist me in clearing it to the white light. Let it go and then move on with your day. It's intention, boundaries, right? Think about your energy. It's so important, you know? Yeah. Okay. Was that a spooky story that I was yeah. almost burned? Okay. Yes. So I have a question from a listener who's also Ooh. a good friend. And she told me, she looked me straight into the eye and okay. eyes and she said, when Erica's on, ask her why Ouija boards are so bad. Mm-hmm. So she's, cause she's listened to all of our episodes with you. And I think one time you mentioned like, stay away from them. Don't mm-hmm. touch them. She's like, ask her why, yeah. like what is, cause there's just things you buy at the store, right? Like how could they be, how could like Fisher Price like build in demons or something? Like they don't, it's the <laughs> same. No, I love this question. Yeah. Thank you to your friend and hello friend. Yes. Yeah, so my spookiest story had to do with the Ouija board. Yeah. Remember my the one sister, you told. Yes. her eyes rolled back in her head and she flew backwards on pavement when we were using the Ouija board. Right. Yep. So Parker brothers or whoever makes the Ouija board did not do anything bad. But when you sit down, think about what I just said also. When you sit down to do the Ouija board, what is your intention? Right. To call Ooh. in the spirit, whoever. Anyone. What are you doing? Mm, yes. Yeah. What are you engaging with? What is your intention? Your intent, you sit down and go, oh, let's see what spooky ghosts are here. Yeah. What are you <laughs> opening? Right. So, okay. Around Halloween right. time, uh-huh. if your intention is to watch a scary movie, uh-huh. like- Ashley and I did a homework assignment for our listeners over Uh on Patreon to watch Midnight Mass on Netflix. Okay. A Ouija board aside, if we sit down to like watch a spooky thing and then we think about it after there's something that spooks us and that's where our brain's at, are we also welcoming in real things? Or I mean, it could be. There's so much about the mind and how the mind works, right? I, I don't think that you have to be inviting spooky things in when you watch a spooky movie, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. your intention is like, ooh, I want to see spooky things, then that's coming in, right? But, yeah. you know, I think for you, Colleen, just because I know you now, that you should not watch scary movies. <laughs> I don't think they're good for you. Yeah. I don't. I don't I think know. they're good for you. But I will say with the Ouija board, it's all about intention. Right. If you have a trained medium that wants to use a Ouija board to connect with your, you know, loved one. Okay, fine. But why do they need to use the Ouija board? Right. Yeah. What are you asking for? You're asking for something to come in and move your body. Yeah. What are you Mm -hmm. calling in? Mm. You're calling in for some kind of possession of this little thing. (gasps) And you see, it's a great point. That's another layer to say, come into even my physical form and move this. Yeah, Yeah, man. All right. Why? Why are we that, doing that? You know, like, it's like, really? Yeah. You know, and what kind of thing are you opening up? Listen, we're so powerful, especially women. I'm sorry. I love men, too. Yes, we are. But I mean, <laughs> woo, yeah. women are so connected. Mm-hmm. We're, look, we're connected to the moon cycle, not to like, you know, we're connected yeah. to the mm-hmm. earth, the planets, the I mean, hello. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's an amazing thing. Women are so magical and so incredibly connected. So you get a group of women together like let's call in some ghosts to yeah. do this thing. It's mm-hmm. like you are creating that, whether you're using a pendulum or the, you know, Ouija board yeah. or, right? So it's nothing innately evil about the Ouija board. 
Yeah. yeah it's your it. intention. And even if you're like, oh, let's just have fun with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see what comes. You're still doing it. You're still. Yeah. Well, remember, did you guys do, well, you probably didn't, Erica, but you, when you would go into the bathroom and look in the mirror in the dark, you'd close the door yeah. in the dark and you'd say like, Bloody, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yes. Three times or something like that to like mm-hmm. call whoever that is. Um, but we did that. And I remember being terrified um, yeah. thinking you see something, but yeah, stuff like that too. It's really scary. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the more freaked out you get, the more engaged with scary mind and yeah. all those things. Yeah. Listen, I, there is scary shit and that's the reality, right? Because mm-hmm. time is such an illusion. You guys, time mm-hmm. is such an illusion. So if you think of time, let me tell you this. If you think, like we think time is like this. It's a line. Here's the beginning, middle, and end of time or even time of world. Time is actually a circle. There is no beginning, Mm. middle, or end. So everything is happening all at once. So you can bump into all kinds of things. And I know our minds don't go that way. We're not supposed to think like that, but everything is happening at once. So I drove up, like, I'll give you an example. I drove up to a farm one time. This is when I used to go to people's houses to do readings, which I don't love doing that. I don't love doing it, but I like to be in my own space. But so I used to go to people's homes and I was going to this lovely family, lovely, lovely family's home. It was a beautiful farm, gorgeous farm in Pennsylvania. And I'm driving up this windy thing. And in my mind, I look out onto their fields and I literally saw an entire Native American tribe there. I saw fires. I saw tents. I saw animals. I saw people there. Now, does it mean they're actually there? Does it, it's a, a lot of it is illusion, right? Time. So I could see what was which yeah. sometimes is, you understand. Right. So it's oh, it's very hard. You know, I went to New Orleans one time. First of all, worst haunting. So I, those are some haunting stories of me, but worst hauntings that I get called, people that call me, I, I don't know why, guys, or maybe it's just me as a medium, the South. Holy poop. Excuse really? my French. Excuse my yeah. French. New Orleans, uh, Charleston, unbelievably very intense wow. energetic wow. places. Oh, interesting. But when oh. you, yeah, very intense. I went to New Orleans one time and I was sleeping in a hotel and I was literally sweating. My, I, I couldn't stop sweating. It was so hot. It was air conditioned. I was freaking out. I was tossing and turning. I was so hot. I felt like I was being burned alive. There's a lot of fire stuff oh, this time. Yeah. I felt so, so hot. And the next morning I was so upset and it was really that disturbed sleep. And I went down to the lobby in the morning. I'm like, bro, what's up with this place? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is you guys have a fire here? He's like a fire. <laughs> He's like, this has been here since whenever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it before that? And I guess he looked it up or they had a history of the hotel. And he's like, oh, yeah, the fire of uh, 18. Oh, this whole block. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had, oh, everyone died in all these buildings. <gasps> and I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I could yeah. feel it. I yeah. could be checking it. out today. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, all right. like, where's oh Bourbon gosh. Street? I need a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, so a lot of things are happening at once. So when you start calling in all kinds of things, you know, there's a lot of stuck energy around. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do five minutes of rapid fire questions. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to readings. Yeah, let's do it. This is a rapid, these are rapid fire questions from our listeners. 
And this is actually something Ashley's asked before. So we talk about connecting with loved ones, mm-hmm. spirit guides, people who've passed over. Mm. If we're not talking out loud, if we're thinking about them in our mm. minds and talking through our brains to them, can they still know that? Absolutely. Okay, good. You can absolutely work with loved ones telepathically. 100%. Mm. Yes. Okay. Easiest way to so you talked about like all our the point is to find our what are we supposed to learn here mm-hmm. and to do those things. Any sort of like cheat guide to finding the point. If people feel like I don't know why what's the point of me being here? What am I supposed to be doing with my life here? You mean on the planet? Yes. Oh oh oh, someone's lost. They don't know their soul's purpose. Yeah. Easiest mm-hmm. way to like find what their soul's supposed to do here in this body right now. Okay. Um, okay. So cheat sheet. Okay. That's hard. But I would say if you had all the time in the world and all the money in the world, what would you want to do? And start from there. Mm. Because every single time someone's lost, I ask them, what did you want to do when you were little? You know, they're like, well, I wanted to, you know, uh, work with animals, you know, but now it's, a lot of money to train to work with animals. And I don't have enough time. It's always time and money, always time and money. And so if there is something that you loved to do before you realized about time and money, right? Or maybe you lost confidence Mm -hmm. in yourself. What was that thing, guys? What did you love? Maybe that's not what you're going to do for a living, but maybe you remember that and then you go, oh yeah, and I'm going to go volunteer down at the SPCA every single weekend and fill my soul and help people adopt dogs and cats and that is filling my soul and that's part of the reason why I'm here. This is a silly example, but do you guys feel me? It's like, what did you want to do before you became afraid? Yeah, Yeah. before everything else came in to cloud it. And everybody knows- yeah. Everybody and I also knows. think, um, for me, I mean, I'm obviously not a medium, but, uh, one thing that's helped me is staying open to like, what is this trying to teach me? Mm. Not, you know, like if someone, something shocks you, you get laid off or some, you know, you get broken up with or something like that. And it feels really devastating. And in that moment, you're like, how am I going to get through this? Like, mm. I don't know where I'm going. Um, trying to take like, for me, at least this bird's eye view of like, this is going to be just a blip on my story. What is this trying to teach me instead of how could this happen to me has been really helpful mm. for me to be able to kind of move through those difficult seasons. I just really not as much could- about medium stuff, but yeah. No, you're, that's exactly what we're talking about. That's so accurate. And, and really, really quick, just to give you guys an example, um, I read for someone one time who took care of her son who had uh, disabilities, her husband who died, her husband's parents and her parents. She was mm. the person that took care of them. She loved them so much. She took care of them and she you know, that was really a huge part of her life's purpose because yeah. in many lives she had lived, they had cared for her at different times. And this was a huge oh, karmic wow. circle life for her. And wow. once she felt that like, wow, I'm doing it. I'm doing what I'm here to do. I'm a caretaker. Mm-hmm. And she felt so full and so lifted mm-hmm. by that. She thought, God, maybe I should have been a, a lawyer. Or I could have done something mm-hmm. else. Or, and I just was, it's like, that's why you're here. You're yeah. doing it. You're doing it. So many of you out there, if you're feeling confused or stuck or lost, don't throw away what you're doing right now. Yeah. Your life and your journey and your path is unfolding. Yeah. It's unfolding. Stay, stay tuned, you know, stay tuned. You're where you're supposed to be. That's it. Do beliefs that you have now, political, uh, religious, do they carry with you after you die Mm. into the afterlife? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. I think people that cross over do have, you know, their personality. A lot of time for me, they come through with their personality. So that the person I'm reading for goes, oh yeah, that's dad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I do think we are pure, compassionate, empathetic spirits and souls. So we do grow in spirit. We do learn in spirit. I see a lot of people in libraries and classrooms in spirit. When they get there, they're learning, they're evolving. Uh, Most people also, if you have a conflict, they go, oh, you know, wow, I I feel so bad. They see it. So we grow and we learn in spirit. But sometimes people do come through where I have a lot of people that were deeply religious and then they cross over and they, their person seeing me a medium and the person comes through and is like, just so you know, I'm only coming through for my granddaughter, but you, you're nuts. This is the worst, <laughs> this is the worst job uh-huh. ever. And you shouldn't be doing this, but I'm only doing this because my granddaughter needs to know I'm okay. But you, you're wow. crazy. Wow. So, yeah. So um, they do keep their personality. Have you ever been in a reading where you haven't been able to reach a spirit? Or like someone's asked specifically for someone and they're just like not there. Or maybe they mm. were like a um... – Ooh, this is a good one. Um, uh, someone specific. Um, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's happened. Yeah. But what's amazing is like, you know, what happens in a reading, sometimes we come to a reading and we're like, dad has to come through or else this is shit. Right. And, and I need to know when I'm going to get my job. And you come to the reading and you let those go and you open and spirit will bring you exactly what you need to hear at that time. People get shocked by who comes through, you know, they get amazed by who comes through. They're like, Oh my God, that was my boyfriend 20 years ago. And I, I just put him out of my head because I never thought I'd talk to him again. And I thought I was here to talk to my mom, but this changed my life, you know? So whoever is meant to come through does come through. Uh, If someone is looking for a specific person and they don't come, I don't yank. I don't grab. I don't force. I say not today. Not today. And that's okay. Not today. And that's okay. That's okay. I don't control spirit. Right. Right. You can do it. I just got a package yesterday in the mail on a re-up on Mm. my Thrive Cosmetics. And I got to say, I slept in their overnight mask last night. My skin woke up feeling fresh. Mm. And I was just about out of my little eye crayon that they sent. You guys, if you haven't tried Thrive Cosmetics yet, you got to jump on the train. They are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. They are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and uh, phthalates. I think is how you say that. They never test on animals. And they have a bold mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, i.e. emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. Plus, they've got a bunch of holiday sets available this holiday season. So for a limited time, you'll be able to save up to 25% off some of their best sellers. Now, like... My rave fan favorite. Everybody's obsessed with the liquid lash extensions mascara. That's so good. You know, I wear fake lashes, but I still love putting that on my bottom lashes because there's no fallout. Like it doesn't flake off and then turn into raccoon eyes late at night or late in the day or whatever. And I'm just coming off of a huge event where I wore that every day. And then also their brilliant eye brightener. Oh, I'm obsessed with like the little smoke that it gives you. It's just, it's so good. Guys, we love everything about Thrive Cosmetics and you will too. Their products are the best 
and their Bigger Than Beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them as much as we do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash sip for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C s.com slash sip for 15% off your first order thrive cosme- thrive slash sip let's do our reading for the listeners oh the listeners okay very good so so here's the deal <laughs> i just want to tell you guys so i do not read tarot cards i'm not a fortune teller and um although i love tarot i think it's really cool i don't do that i have a series of decks that i've been using some of them for like 10 years literally and i basically use them in this type of setting or on instagram because i ask my guides when we're doing a quick thing like this hey pull out some messages from these cards that i love and trust that yes. would serve people so i just kind of yeah. wanted to make that clear yes. it's a little bit of a distinction here okay so let's see for our listeners oh shit this is a great oh, card okay okay oh my gosh yes wow okay this is so awesome how many cards do you want me to pull for your listeners? What, like three or four? Yeah. Okay, I just did four, so let's stop there. Okay, perfect. Okay, guys, so let me tell you, number one card, and this is like literally my favorite card, number one card, I pulled two animal cards and two message cards. The animal card that you guys got was a snake. So let me tell you what that means. Number one. Taylor Swift. Ha! Taylor Swift! I love well, it. She, oh, she yeah. well, oh, yeah. there was a whole snake thing. Anyway. By the way, my daughter has just gotten into Taylor Swift. She's obsessed. Oh. Bless her. Okay. So here's the deal with the snake for your listeners and everyone listening. Number one, snakes shed skin. They go into a weird, bizarro, molting thing where their eyes roll back and they do this whole creepy thing. And then they shed a layer of their skin. They do not die. They do not die. They let go of what is no longer serving them. Mm. They let go of the past, the past self, right? The snake sheds its skin. So if things are bothering you, you're holding on to the past, how things used to be, how you used to be, what you used to think, let it go. Free yourself. It's okay to grow. It's okay to change. It's okay that you're not the same person you were. It's Mm. okay. Let it go. The snake also is a symbol of healing Mm. and being a healer. Mm. So if someone listening out there is going, I think I am a spiritual helper, healer. I'm here to help people. You're a teacher. You're a nurse. You're a coach. You're a, you are a healer. You are a light worker. You're a, a soldier of the light. So yeah. shine, shine, shine. That. And that's what that message is. It's also a message to ground. Stay grounded. Mm. Do not chase things uh, to make yourself take away how you're feeling. Drugs alcohol. Of course, these things are not innately bad, but overuse, you're escaping. Ground down, be present with yourself, hold space for yourself and feel your feelings. So that's what that means. So here's the other thing. Um, So then we got a card of gratitude, which is so interesting because gratitude is the greatest tool for grounding. Mm. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. So what happens is When you are getting anxiety, for anyone out there, it's because you're replaying the past or thinking about the past. Oh my gosh, what did I do? Why did I do this? Choices I've made. 
or you're projecting yourself in the future. When is this going to be over? When am I going to get this? When am I going to, you're rushing ahead. And so what happens is your present body starts to freak out and you start to get anxious, right? Mm -hmm. Your heart can raise, palms sweaty. You don't know where you are. Maybe you trip and fall. You're bumping into things. Get your body back together with your mind and your spirit. And you can do that with gratitude. It's an amazing tool. Thank you, God, for my breath. Thank you, universe, for this comfy chair I'm sitting in. Thank you for the water that's here. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for the pillow I just slept Mm -hmm. on. Whatever it may be, get yourself in the moment by what is real. Attitude of gratitude. It elevates your energy, and then you can move through your day through there. So that's a great reminder. I love that. So the other thing I want to tell you guys, so we got this card, and it's about everything we've been talking about this whole podcast. Of course, we got this, that you're past and things that have happened in the past were there to make you not break you. Mm. They were life lessons, not life sentences. Mm -hmm. Just like the snake, let it go. Forgive yourself. You are learning. You are growing. You're on an incredible path of learning and healing. Just like the healer you guys are, the snake, the healer, right? Yeah. Learn, fr- learn from them and let them go. And what I want you to visualize is all your, quote, mistakes. I'm doing air quotes. Yes. I want you to think of them like bricks. And the way that you guys are thinking of them is that these bricks are being pelted at you every day, re-traumatizing you, re-triggering you. You're so mad at yourself. And I want you to grab those bricks and I want you to start to set them down like a staircase that you're building for you to walk up and stand on and mm. elevate, level up. Use those bricks to stand on, not to break you down and hurt you and crush you. Wow. Level up. Learn from them. Life lessons, not life sentences. Mm, They were there to make you, not break you, to shake you and awaken you, not to break you. Yeah. Okay. Last card. It says, never judge another. We already talked about this. Of course, we got this card, right? You don't Mm -hmm. know why other people are here. You don't know what their lessons are. You don't know who they used to be. You don't know what their path is. Let them be. You don't like them. Move on. Mm. Don't yell at them online. Mm -hmm. Don't say mean things to them, right? Your words carry weight. So if you don't like someone or you don't like something, let it go. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. You want to have cool people that you think are great? Be that. Be that. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Try not to judge uh, all the people around. That's a tough one. And that was the message for the You Can Sit With Us. The squad. Did it make sense? Erica, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So good. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait for people, for everyone to hear this. Mm -hmm. Me too. Thank you, Colleen. Okay. We've taken all of your time. So 30 seconds. Tell us, tell people where they can find you and how they can connect with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, first of all, you guys, I am doing a five-week course. (gasps) It is Unlock the Door to Your Intuition and Meet Your Spirit Guide. (gasps) It's a really cool course, 
for really busy people. It's, oh you know, my gosh. yeah, you get a series of videos and some things to try at home uh, on every Monday. And there'll also be two live Zooms with me throughout those five cool. weeks. It's a spiritual course, right? So it's not like a quick fix to spirituality. It's your own spiritual development, grounding down in your body and really being able to hear what is your intuition and what is your anxiety. So sign up. You can go to ericagabriel.com, join my mailing list. And when it's released, which will probably be, I don't have the exact date in January, but it will be released and you guys can join me. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested in spirituality and your own intuition, join me. So that's a five-week course. Sign up, get on my mailing list, and you will be the first to know when I release it, which is we're very close. Um, And then you can follow me on Instagram, spiritual medium, Erica, E-R-I-K-A. And I also have a podcast called You Are Not Alone. Um, And I have on amazing um, healers and helpers and light workers. I had Ashley on, which was so much fun. Um, so, so yeah, go to, you know, it's everywhere. It's And Apple. you still do one-on-one, right? If people wanted to book you. Yep. If you want to book yep, me, go to her website, get, go to info at ericagaber.com. Just email Jenna. She's, yeah. she works with me okay. and tell her, Hey, I want to get on your wait list and I'm going to yes. get you a spot and we'll hang Yay. out. Yeah. E-R-I-K-A. K. Yes. Scandinavian way. K. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Erica, thank you so much oh my for joining Sorry. us. It's yeah. always just such a pleasure. We love you. Oh You're part of our You Can Sip With Us family. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, our souls are like this is a universal God thing that we somehow all got connected. I so agree. Grateful. How did we? I mean, the fact that we're together and we found each other and right. can bring these messages. I am so grateful to you both. I love you both. And I really mean that truly. So thank you for trusting me with your listeners and God bless everybody and happy Halloween. Go spook happy yourself. Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> Ash. I don't know if this happened to you with Rev and Mac, but after I had Ben, and like it's awesome when you're pregnant because everyone's like, oh my God, look at those, that luscious hair. hair and then in flowing. postpartum, yeah. I started, it was a sh- major shedding event. <laughs> it was like, I was in the shower, like, okay, yeah. I, no one gave me this memo, but it's, it's normal. After pregnancy, your body is still shifting, recalibrating. And there's a lot of things that just don't feel normal. And one of the alarming side effects of all of the hormonal changes can be excessive shedding. So if you're going through this, you're not alone, you guys. Um, But thankfully, Pros is here to help stop the shedding cycle and help your hair grow back to how it was pre-baby, you guys. So Pros specializes in custom hair care. We've talked about it here before. They now also make custom hair supplements that are personally tailored to address your specific cause of shedding. They take into account things like hormonal changes, stress level, diet, and more. The result? Customized supplements guaranteed to help you grow thicker, longer, softer hair in record time. Made with clean, safe, and natural ingredients, Pro's hair supplements are just two capsules you take daily. The first capsule strengthens and rebalances the scalp to reduce shedding. And then the second capsule helps to spark fuller, faster growth deep in the follicle. Better yet, Pro supplements are free from drugs, synthetic fillers, and DHT hormones. All formulas are gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, vegan, and cruelty-free. In fact, multiple studies show that over 90% of women taking Pro's hair supplements saw less shedding, more growth, and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. Sign me up. 
Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off. Get yours at pros.com slash sip. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash sip for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Let's bring it home. Time oh, to, to rant, rant and rave. And rave. Yo, okay, I've got a rant. Okay. I <laughs> uh Friday last week, but massage envy, like I've been a massage envy gal for a long time because what happens is I sign up for things and then I don't use them. And then yeah. you go to cancel it, but they're like Rightfully so, because I understand I made a decision to sign up and pay a monthly thing. And then with every monthly thing, you get a massage. A massage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I totally know what I signed up for. And I don't like their business model can't support giving people refunds, I'm sure, for the massages they've accrued. But at this point, I've accrued like 25 massages. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if you cancel them, you lose them. Yeah. So you that can- is the part yeah. that bl- buff makes me pissed. Like you because should keep it's like, the ones you I already cancel. paid for. Yeah, I already yeah. paid for these. Why are you taking them? So then it's like, okay, I'm I'm overlapping your ramp, but it's like, so I'm now stuck. I can't, and now I'm stuck in this because I don't want to lose stuck. the 25 massages. Yeah. But then you forget. There was a period of time where I was yeah. like, I'm going to get caught up to a point that's reasonable and then cancel. And I was mm-hmm. getting like multiple massages like every week. This was like before COVID and before Ben. Um, And then it was like COVID and it was like, should I go in? So now what's happened, and I have empathy, is there's been like a, there's a lot of um, probably high demand of people wanting to get in after however long. Mm -hmm. Also, the world is still pretty understaffed right now. So what's happened is in order to get a massage at the Massage Envies where I am close to, you have to book I think like two months in advance. Yeah. You have to like try and find something. Whoa. So it's crazy. It's crazy. They're booking out so far. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I got a massage booked. I'm looking forward to this literally for two months. I'm like, oh, massage sounds really good. I get there, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the waiting room oh, no. and a man comes out and he said, Colleen. I'm like, yep, that's me. And I immediately, like, you know, just like first impression, I was like, I don't know. And I walk a little further and he's walking ahead of me. And I'm walking behind him and the smell overtook, like the smell of just body odor. <gasps> like, and I almost turned around and said, I cannot do this. Like I once I got into the room, I thought I'm just going to leave and tell the friend. I don't know. Like, right. But my rant in general is just. And I know for some people, it's like out of, like, I know that I want to have a spot in my heart for like, I know that for some people it's like not something they can control, but for the vast majority of people, this is a very controllable Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my, oh man. So you did, so what happened? Did you just do the massage? I just, I did the massage, but the whole time it was like sort of like skin crawly. Yeah. That's not relaxing at all. It was not relaxing at all. By the time I left, I was on my way home and I just was like, I need to just go shower. I feel gross. I feel gross. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yikes. I remember one time I got a massage by a smoker. Um, So when I was face down, it was okay. But when I was face up and he was like in my neck and stuff, he was like just breathing that like stale disgusting smoke breath on me oh yeah it's like i get it you know yeah some people can't help it but like maybe that's not the profession for you right yeah yeah 
All right. All right. What's your rant? That is, I have actually meant to put that as my rant before though, where, because I signed up a couple months ago, I did the same thing with a massage place. And then I signed up a couple months ago for chiropractic, which was like a monthly thing. And I paid for like four sessions or whatever a month. And I haven't gone once since to the initial appointment. And I'm like, shit, like I got to go because I know I'm paying. I've been paying for this for months. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to cancel it because then I'm afraid I'm going to lose all of those sessions. They get you right with. And so it's not their fault. To your point, it's not their fault. But I do wish they would send you an email every month like, hey, this charge is about to go through. Just like prompt you to be like, make an appointment, go in. Yeah. Because yeah, there was a time where I had, yeah, like 50 massages or something backed up. And I don't know how many now chiropractic adjustments I have. But anyway, um, my rant. So one of the things that I did at the leadership retreat, we spent a lot of time at the pool. And the first time I put this on my rant list was actually Mother's Day weekend when you guys were all here. um, And we were in the pool then. But it is going pee when you're wet. One, just like getting out of the pool. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to pee in here because this is the worst. Um, And especially if you're drinking and you're like bladder is just... But if it's a small pool and I'm like sober enough to be aware that like other people are peeing in the pool and I'm swimming in other people's pee right now. But then so you get out and you try to be the responsible person. You get out of the pool, you go to the bathroom and like public restrooms are gross when because it's all like dirty, you know, but just peeing in general when you're wet and then like. What? So wet I was wearing suit. a one piece. You're like, oh. pull it to the side. Your seat's all wet. And then like toilet paper gets all wet. And the it's just one of those silly little things. But it is totally annoying. And like, yeah. Also, like getting in a pool, you're like, oh, it's a little cold. I'm just going to dive in. And yeah. then you get nice and warm. And yeah. then trying to oh, leave yeah. a pool, you're like, I'm so cold. Yes. Now I'm cold and wet and yes. I can't get out of the yes. pool. So the transitions are difficult All in of general. It's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, yeah. I don't really want to get this full- towel fully wet because I know I'm going to have to use it later. And all I do, I just need to wrap it around me so that I can not track water all over the house and get yeah. some, you know, that thing. But too. then it's going to get wet enough. It's going to get wet. You're yeah. not going to have a And it's like, towel. it's not going to be a cozy towel. It's yep. going to be cold and wet and damp and yeah. not feel good. The mm-hmm. whole thing is a mess. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a literal, speaking of spooky, it's a nightmare. Yeah. A literal nightmare. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, my rave is. Um, I took a couple, like, I think days off and vacation during the COVID time and like, especially work from home. It's like, I also think just in our culture, it's like, we get a lot of, everyone's so like driven to work, 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 work all the time. And I didn't have like a place to go or flight booked or anything, but I took a couple of days off just to take them off. And just like be at home mm-hmm. and just to like not work. And I wrote a couple things down that I wanted to do. Just like it's hard, like things that have been hard to find the time for yeah. because, you know, you get just caught up in the day to day, like the weekends and weekday, you know, weeknights. Just like the specific example here is that we have a hallway closet that's gotten out of control. Okay. Where it's just become yeah. a place where a boxes of things. Have, yeah, it's a catch all. And I cleaned out that hallway closet and it took like an hour. It was not a huge mm, commitment, mm-hmm. but just getting it done. Yeah. Now, every time I look at it, the shoes are organized. Yeah. A lot of jackets have gone Feels to the Goodwill. Good. Like, and just not my, my rave is really just like carving out some time and like taking time off to just reset, 
to those not things work. that are constantly like looming that you yeah. can't eventually or just do tackle. nothing. Yeah. Like this morning, I just had a lazy morning and went to go get an acai bowl. Mm. And it was awesome. Yeah. And like, I don't have, it's like, we don't have to always have like a trip or a big thing to justify right. taking time yeah. off work. And I just don't remember the last time I did this where I just like took some time and just it's awesome. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my rave. Okay. My rave is my CEO at Beachbody. So I've talked, I've, I've said a few times how I feel underappreciated by Beachbody and, um, we did a whole download on last week's Patreon episode about working through trauma and like things that happen that then my brain was making mean certain things. And so now I'm like, wait, maybe I've always been appreciated by Beachbody, but I haven't been searching for that. Anyway, so I'm at this Beachbody event. I didn't see Carl like the whole time. Carl Deichler is the CEO. And all of a sudden, before last night's party, um, randomly, he sends me a DM to in, you know, on Instagram. And it said, I really do love it having you as a part of this thing. I know I don't express it enough, but I love your individuality, your powerful voice, and your conviction. Not sure you care what I think, but from over here, you're over here in the corner office. I really am inspired by you and your outrageous ability to influence and lead. And I was like, what? Like, he just sent that to me out of the blue, hmm. like, just so kind. And so I was like, you know, this weekend has been amazing. I needed an event. I have, I've gone through a lot, but I am like ready to light things up. I'm so excited. And he said, he's like, you don't have to care what I think. He wrote back, you don't have to care what I think, but know that I think the world of you and exactly who you are. So as part of the whole equation, Mark went on the side of Ashley and is Ashley is an amazing human. And I'm not sending this message to try to get you to light anything up. This is purely appreciation and gratitude. I know you'll do what fits you. And that's what's so inspiring. I just want you to know that you are seen and loved without conditions. And then he said, okay, time to drink some things because he knows me. Is that not the coolest thing? I mean, this mm. guy is, I put him up there with my grandpa of like the smartest humans on the planet. And he is running a billion dollar company, like very busy. And I, that's one of the things I said, I said, I absolutely care what you think. Your messages mean a whole lot. Seriously, I know how busy you are and how many people want your attention. You don't have to message me. I do what I do regardless. But as someone who can sometimes feel like she is a little fish in a big pond, it hits deep. So thank you. Because he really is like very busy and very in demand. And for him to stop down and take some time to message that to me, not when I'm at the top of my game, when I'm not really doing anything for Beachbody, like he, it just meant so Mm. much. And I don't know. I mean, that's just my rave. Like I don't, there's not, it's, there's not a bigger picture here to say like, go give someone a compliment. Yes, go do that. But also it just feels nice to feel appreciated. I just want to give a shout out to Beachbody in general and especially Carl Deckler. Like, yeah, it was very, I love, it just felt very human. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's a wrap folks. You can sip with us always and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. 
We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.